Hey, this is Mike Prodich from Red Sun Rising and The Violent, and you are listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we are scratching the itch for an amalgamation. There you go. That's the word I was looking for before we hit play. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have remembered that one. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's the right word, but it's the word I'm using. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the main two artists we're going to talk about in this episode are two artists we have covered before that are a little bit special each in their own way. The first one is the headliner of the show that Dan and Casey got to see just two nights back. And that is AWOL Nation, who was actually the topic of episode four when we called this podcast Rock Matters <laughs> and when the sound quality was not something we recommend listening to. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the second main band is Bad Flower, who not only was, I believe, our first on tour episode uh, where we we're actually like on the road. Casey and I went to Kansas City. Yep. But that episode released almost a year ago to the day of this recording. Yes. So it's kind of a weird combination of revisiting stuff we've talked about in the past in a, in a slightly different light. Yeah. Once we found out about it, it's a concert that I definitely wanted to see. I, I have not had a chance to see Bad Flower in a smaller venue because um, I was supposed to, you know, see, see him at Shiprock, but uh, that didn't happen. So <laughs> this is going to be a thing that Dan says for years it, it, yeah. well, <laughs> until he goes on Shiprock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but th- some of those bands he will still have. I know, I know, forever. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I will. What what could have been on Shiprock? Exactly. Part seventy two. Sometime we'll just we just need to record an episode about Shiprock twenty twenty two and let Dan just invent stories <laughs> about how great it was. We're gonna we're gonna replay. We're gonna gaslight him and change his memories of what didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, here's a real concert. I was super excited to see Bad Flower. Um, that was the, the main reason why I was going. AWOL Nation was kind of like a throw-in for me, to be honest. But, uh, and I don't think I've ever seen them at a smaller venue uh, as well. So I just I thought it would be a good concert to go to. And but besides that, I mean, like, I got to keep the streak going like with all these concerts, right? Yeah. I'm no KC, though, because I, from what I understand, you went to back-to-back concerts. I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I went and saw The Who, the WHO, on Friday, and then I saw Bad Flower the next day. I'm so glad you could see the WHO uh, <laughs> only a, like a week after missing the HU. I, I was so, disappointed yeah. at not seeing them within a week span. <laughs> Can we please get them to do a show together somewhere? <laughs> they need, just for the novelty of they it. They need to join the forces. Yes. How do you spell it if they join? Is it the WHU? The Who's Who? Yeah. The, <laughs> the Who's Who tour? Yeah. This is going to get so confusing. Anyway. But yes, The Who was phenomenal. And they had a basically a full orchestra playing with them on stage. So that was fantastic. And uh, yeah. Yeah, he went with family that time. So I wasn't, I didn't get a chance to go. Yeah. I'm, I don't have that kind of uh, money that Casey's apparently balling in here. <laughs> I'll be broke eventually. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it was funny, too, because uh, Dan saw me at the show. Uh, he's like, 
I thought you took Aaron to see the who. And I got, I got like really mad for a second. And, <laughs> and he didn't realize it was my cousin, Aaron. <laughs> I was, I was a little jelly nelly for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I, left, I got fucking left out of this shit. What the hell? <laughs> but anyway, well, and then I thought it would have been weird, like if you wouldn't, like I guess that, like it didn't quite register because, like, I was like, why did Aaron come down for Friday night, but then he's not going with us on Saturday night? That's just so weird. <laughs> not the same Aaron, though. Yeah. Yes. And I think uh, maybe you were going to get to this, but I want to lead in. I think we it's worth noting uh, the reasons why the Who is important to you, Casey. I don't know if we've talked about that before or not. I think we might have once, but The Who was my first concert over 25 years ago. Saw him when I was 13 years old. My dad and my Uncle Don uh, took me and one of my other cousins, and we saw him at Riverport. And that was my first concert. So it was a good one. Yeah. So. And as he told us, they're still great now. They are. <laughs> And 78 years old, Roger Daltrey is, and he's still kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a he just, just kicking also works. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Can't, look at me throw that in there at the end. <laughs> I, I, that's why I finished. I was like, well, I should probably yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. I to, is it a reference to him being alive or, yeah. or a reference to him being capable? Yeah. It's both. both. Yeah, it's both. <laughs> They're both impressive <laughs> things for a rock star from that era. Exactly. <laughs> both him and Pete or Yeah, Pete. Crazy. Funny story about. This show, The Bad Flower, uh, AWOL Nation, is we attempted to reach out for uh, tickets and didn't hear back for a, a little while. And then uh, we already bought tickets because we didn't want to miss out. And then we got <laughs> we got the chance to get them for free. And we're like, uh, well, oh, well. <laughs> it's all right we like to support artists no. we like to be supported by the artists yes. and to support them yes. either one works exactly <laughs> but we appreciate all the the people that we have connections with other funny stories so about a week ago you know we all follow hire the hero on social media he's one of our favorites to interact with and and uh, he just is, is fun dude he posted that he was on tour with AWOL Nation and Badflower and, and basically for like three days in a row on his Instagram, he was posting, hey, I'm in this city. Come see Badflower, AWOL Nation. I'm like, and like, so I got all excited, even though the bill did not say anything about Hyro the Hero. And I was, I was just like, I, I don't get it. I don't, you know, is he going to be playing? Is he not? And so um, he's just traveling around following them, being the hype man on Instagram. Well, and it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. We kind of thought it was weird because I even reached out to him uh, personally and, and asked him just because I was like, is this a one off? Is this like a, a limited thing? Are you going to be in St. Louis? And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> and so when we get there, the, the bill is listed. The Mysterines first, Bad Flower second and AWOL Nation third. And even like on the website, they have the times listed for the bands and there's nothing, nothing mentioned about Hyro. So we we're kind of just it was, it was a little bit of confusion to start the night because they're like, I guess he's I don't know what's going on. Like, well, and then and then we get an email after we find out from Hyro that he is going to be there. We get an email saying that the start time of the concert has been moved up by a half hour. So we're like, hmm. Is he going to have a set? Like, we're sitting here thinking he's going to have a set. Like, is that why they moved it up 30 minutes? Yeah. No, they're just fucking with us. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. And so we'll get into that later uh, about Hyro and his 
his appearance. But uh, see, as I stated, the, the show started off with a band called the Mysterines. Yeah. And uh, they were interesting. They were a four piece set with uh, a, a female lead singer mm-hmm. um, and then a drummer, bassist, guitarist. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The female lead singer also played guitar as well. Yes. I want to say they're a band we we might have added to our uh, our new music playlist at some point in the past year. Mm-hmm. They had an album called Reeling that came out. I don't know, six months ago or something like that. Yeah. But they're they're not. I mean, I can't speak for you guys. That's about all I can remember about them so far. That's all I have to say. Well, here, here's what I can tell you. So, just like in the previous on tour episode when we did the festival episode with uh, the warning having sound problems, this was kind of the opposite. So the hmm. the bass was like super loud. <laughs> but it was so weird because it wasn't actually the bass. It was like a backing uh, computer track or something because it, the the vibrations that you were feeling did not match what the bassist was playing. Like the strums didn't match. The, it didn't. Nothing matched. It was. I think it was like computer. Like their computer sound was off from from what they're they were playing. Yeah, and so in addition to that, all the members of the band kept like yelling at the the audio guy sound guy yeah the yeah. sound guy telling them to turn <laughs> their instruments up they would they, every one of them would be like thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up and then they would comply and turn it up but then at a certain point you couldn't hear the vocals hardly at all mm-hmm. it was very muddled and very strange yeah there was just i don't know if it was the their sound guy or the pageant sound guy because like that when Badfire got on right after them there was no issues Badfire sounded great like yeah. there was no no leveling issues whatsoever between any of those band members so i don't know if when the mysteries were on i don't know if they just didn't do a good enough sound check or what caused that but yeah that was a little bit distracting because she had a great voice i will give yeah. her that she had a great voice she had a very powerful voice but the problem is that like her mic was not picking her up so you could almost hear her over the top everything mm. in some cases yeah and she, her her vocal style was kind of interesting i i took a one video of a one song and I think a partial video of another song. It was kind of like a weird combination of like Courtney love and like Maisie star. That's what it reminded me of. Kind of, kind of grungy, kind of soulful all at the same time. I mean, I like the resume you're given here. I mean, soulful is always good and, and there's definitely a place in my music library for that, like I smoke and drink a lot voice. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's a good uh, way to put it there. Um, <laughs> the one thing that was sort of weird in addition to the little flub that we'll talk about here in just a second, I don't know where this band is from. The crowd reaction was a little off too. Like they were, I don't know if shy is the correct word, but uh, I, I can know. attest to that. So, for one, I want to set this, the tone because we, we kind of forgot to do this. Like normally when you go into the pageant, you're expecting like a lot of people standing around. And this oh, yeah. is, it was <laughs> it was supposed to be uh, uh, not only just a, a bottom level, like general admission, but the, the seats upstairs were like extra VIP. You had to pay like seventy five dollars or some shit to get upstairs, which yeah. is insane to me. I was not paying extra money to go upstairs like that used to just be twenty one and older would be upstairs. and You can just go up there if you're older than twenty one. 
And I guess maybe this was not a high enough age diversity show that they didn't think that was necessary. I don't know. I don't know. So when you walk in, it was really weird because it, to me, it felt like the setting of a comedy club. Yeah. Or like there a, was tables a jazz everywhere. club. Yeah. Yeah. There was tables everywhere, like were in seats and stuff. And like, so everybody sat down the entire concert and I didn't like that. I did not like that at all. <laughs> like I, cause like a bad flower, like I wanted to move. I'm like sitting like bouncing in my chair. I'm ready to like get up and jump around, dance and stuff, not dance, but like, you know, move and like I, I, I what week sitter dancing at shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but you can't do that because there's tables everywhere, there's chairs everywhere. Like it just was very awkward. So nobody stood up the entire show. That was like at least of the area, the whole section that we were sitting in. Yeah, it was just weird. And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not used to that for a rock. You know, we talked about being old and like being able to sit down at a show, but that's a difference. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to sit. I'm not fucking old enough to sit down at the show the entire fucking concert yet. I'm not ready for that. I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> That's for if you're like a jazz club or something and you're like having a nice dinner right. and the music is the yes. background. Right, right. That, sitting down at a table for an entire concert is is not a rock show thing to do. No. But <laughs> so I think that was the issue with, you know, everybody's kind of settling in as the mysteries are playing, you know, everybody's getting under their their chairs, they're getting their alcohol orders together and stuff and I think that that's why they were just not really receptive to the band because they were just getting settled in. One one contributing factor to that was it was the St. Louis Blues home opener. Oh yeah, at the oh, at the same wow. time. So there's probably a good ten thousand people that might have attended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the other thing that I kind of want to mention is so, you know, at like the second to last song, I don't know if like her guitar broke or if the chord. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know if it was a strap or or what it was. No, it, like her, it wasn't. It, it had no sound. It wasn't playing any sound. Yeah, and so she changed guitars out. They, you know, so this is all going on, and like basically in their set list. Second and to last song. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guitarist, the drummer, they're all the bassist. They're all just kind of standing around, like they're kind of playing a little notes here and there. Boom, 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 boom. Like yeah. that's it. It was just like twiddling their thumbs and like, and she's trying like hell to fix this with the tech. And I I felt so bad for her because you know that that's got to be awkward when you're just like trying to figure out what what's wrong with it, trying to fix it as quick as possible. But you would hope, okay, in in any seasoned band in that situation, the guitarist, the drummer, they're going to take lead in that situation and try to maybe play in it, maybe play a solo, maybe, maybe start playing a cover song or whatever, like start doing an instrumental or something like that. Do something to keep the crowd entertained. They all stood around. It was so fucking (laughs) awkward. It was even worse than that. It was basically a sound check. Like they would just play, they would just play like random notes. And then the drummer would just kind of do like a little fill here. But the drummers should have just busted out a full like three minute solo or something. You know? That would do it. I mean, a lot of bands actually do have like a like an in case of emergency song where it's like, yeah. OK, yeah, if something happens and somebody goes out, we're just going to kind of jam this for a few minutes and kill time. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, you maybe a little bit of banter. Maybe you got a bit in your pocket that you can bust out. Yeah. Make some jokes, tell a story or something. But yeah, you got to do something. That is that's unfortunate. They they did not. <laughs> it's It sounded like a sound check. It was bad. Well, I think that was what made it worse, actually, is because once her guitar got fixed, then she did a sound check again right there on stage again. <laughs> All of them did a sound check right there on stage again. Yeah. See, I do. This one thing I like about these episodes is because no two concert experiences are ever the same, not <laughs> yes. just because of the bands, yeah. 
but because like you get to see these things like when Casey and I did the Cam Ex- Cole show, he exactly, had a similar thing where this is exactly what his, I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, his or his string broke, and I'll I'll let you tell that story. But you just you get to see these examples of like how do people handle different situations coming up? How do artists respond? How do you know? And you can see the difference also between maybe sometimes younger artists versus more experienced ones, or yeah. just different ways to to engage a crowd. There's, I feel like there's a lot of education in seeing concerts. Well, and with the Cam situation, he just said, "I'm going to play. We're going to." have the the PA guy play half a song I'll be right back and then he played the song people went and got drinks whatever and then then he fixed it and it was done but even if they didn't do that like he would have still like told the story on the microphone like as he's fixing the string or he would have done something and they didn't really do anything (laughs) (laughs) and I think the reason if I had to guess is that she is kind of to me it seems like she's the band yeah and so i think when she went down they were all just like oh my god what do we do <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did it did kind of have that vibe to it <laughs> well maybe that's yeah maybe they've been fortunate to not have not have that kind of thing happen in the past and so hopefully they can take that as a learning experience or maybe it, you you mentioned wondering you know you didn't know where they're from i have no idea this is pure theory i doubt it's true but they're from Liverpool and maybe it's like a different thing in the UK. Like you can get away with just kind of taking care of business and yeah. not having anything else. I don't, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> like there, but there are cultural differences in different places yeah. and how that kind of thing would be handled. Apparently so, British, it's a theory. British people love queuing. So they, they like waiting for some reason. <laughs> so. They do love some cues, but also like, you know, there's a little bit of musical history from Liverpool. And so, I mean, that's a great place to learn about showmanship, I, I would believe. Yeah. Yeah. And so right. <laughs> maybe a learning experience for those guys. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on to Bad Flower. My favorite thing about this like set was that, for one, they, they hit up like every song I wanted them to hit up. I, it, it's another thing like the Papa Roach thing, though. Like they just have so many songs that I just wanted to hear more and more and more. Well, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to jump off right off the bat and say that it was definitely a different experience. Aaron compared to the show that we saw in Kansas City because they were the headliner and they played tons and tons of tracks. This they only played nine songs. Oh, 40, man. Forty-five minutes. That's yeah, it. they were but on stage then, and off stage like that. Man, it was so quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about Bad Flower and that made the show we saw great, and then now the two times you've seen them since then, the thing that makes a Bad Flower set great is they only have two albums, but those two albums are both so freaking strong that like. You can just about pick songs out of a hat and make a great set, right. list, set list out of it. Right. Yeah. Like you're not going wrong with just about anything. Correct. And they, the one exciting thing was they played Soap, which apparently they said that they hadn't played in like five years. So that was like one of their first singles, I think. So yeah. Soap is, a, yeah, that's like a before they even started releasing albums. Yeah. Yeah. Single. Nice. So that was, that was. It was actually their first single. Yeah. Yeah. 2015. Their first album didn't come out till 2019. Yeah. I like to act as the encyclopedia whenever you guys are doing your concerts. <laughs> I just I just search for stuff while you talk. Well, that was that yeah, was the first come out yeah. before that called the I think it was the Temporary EP. Yeah. But but still, the that was the first time I ever saw that song performed, so that was cool. Um the light the lighting was very weird for them. 
Um, it was very. I like their lighting much better than AWOL Nation. That's <laughs> the damn. Story. Well, it was it was dark at times, and like yes, uh, it was, yeah, it was very tool esque. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Oh boy. They, they were all just like in black light, like they were silhouettes, silhouettes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, god damn it. Yeah. So I didn't even forget I, I, I did forget about that. But I honestly I would much rather have it dark than be blinded by the damn light. <laughs> this is true, but I I would like to see the, the artist's faces a little bit instead of just like their hairline. Yeah, especially Josh, because he's a very animated person. Right. He was very Actually the whole band was very animated. Yes, yes. He did do a lot of uh comedic bits in between songs he's he does that he, <laughs> it wasn't quite as humorous as when we when we saw him in kansas City, yeah. but it was it was still funny because the lights came on at one point and he goes oh hey balcony i didn't even see you up there <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like did you guys pay extra for those seats and they're like yeah I was like, oh well i hope you enjoy the show <laughs> <laughs> he's He's got a very like self-deprecating sense of yeah, humor. Yeah. That that is pretty entertaining most of the time. He's clever. He's very clever. Yeah. It's very He's he's quick. That's who you can learn from. There you go right yeah, there. Yeah. Mysteries. Talk to Josh because that guy is very good at um either embracing or getting out of awkward situations on a stage. Yep. Like he's he's a he's a good talker. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I mean, in that band, like they had some amazing stage presence. Like the bassist was all over the place. Yeah. He was so like he was just, he was so <laughs> awesome. Like he's got all kinds of hair for one, like Claudio Sanchez style hair, and like just he was rocking, kicking the shit out of the air, like just all over the place <laughs> well, in his little it, area. And it's funny because I was trying to like get a, a decent like shot of the band, but like he would just go completely to the left of the band, and then. <laughs> like be completely off stage it's like uh i would have gotten a picture of you if you stayed him it stayed one spot yeah <laughs> and he was moving all over and the guitarist like he also had kind of had the claudio sanchez hair going on too they're they were just awesome like he was phenomenal on point um it, i just i love that band so much they were so great live yeah and so you know they hit, like like dan said he they hit up most of the ones that he wanted to hear um the one that I wish they would have played was my favorite song from them, Girlfriend. Uh, mm, we, yeah. When we saw them in Kansas City, they slayed that song. I'm pretty sure they played like 75% of their discography they did. when we saw them in they did. Kansas City. They did. <laughs> it was great. But uh, um, Stalker, since it wasn't their stage setup, it wasn't nearly as impressive as... Uh, when we saw them, because like he still did the he had like the tech guy hold the shine the light under his face, but it wasn't as yeah. it wasn't as bright. It was like a weird blue light, so it wasn't wasn't as cool looking. But he does a great job of making himself like look like a creep. Uh, yeah, visually look like one as <laughs> yeah. he's singing this this song about being a creep. It it also didn't help that he was like kind of blended in with the tables on the floor at that point. Oh. Um. Yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, all all in all, they did the phenomenal job. Yeah, and I have to say, so, so their set gets over, and myself and my wife go outside um, for a break, and then we come inside, and the guitarist for Bad Flower is standing up at the bar, and I was like, that's the guitarist. I want to go talk to him. And I was like, all <laughs> right, go talk to him. So I stand next to the, him for a second. I don't want to interrupt. I'm just kind of you know trying to be patient and stuff. Uh, and then I finally get a chance to talk to him, and 
I'm not going to lie. I like fanboyed out a little bit. Like I don't typically do that shit. And that's what's so annoying. Cause like, it's like, you know, you're trying to be so professional and shit, especially like, like, you know, I just did one of those things like, man, great set. Like it was like, I was trying to say like, my name is Dan. I'm from, from the itch. And I, and I, I gave my card. I was like, I, you know, I, we would love to talk to you. And he's like, what is this? I was like, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's like it's a podcast. Oops, I'm and sorry. It's like, it's like we would love to have you on, talk whatever you want to talk about, like you know, new stuff. He's like, oh man, thanks. And he put it in his wallet, which you know made me feel cool. Um, and he, you know, he, he's a really nice guy, and I talked to him about. Uh, I just kind of asked him a, a question because I thought he was. Gonna, I thought I honestly thought Badflower was going to be on Shiprock this coming year. Um, and I just said, oh, you know, I look forward to seeing you guys again on Shiprock. And he's like, oh, well, I'll be there as a stowaway. But he's like, our band's not playing. I was like, oh, well, then I look forward to seeing you again. So, <laughs> so you fangirled out to them, gave them your card. <laughs> yeah. And then I went on my merry way, hoping I didn't make too much of an ass of myself. <laughs> so, Joey Morrow, if Dan did not, in fact, do that. He, oh, I totally did. <laughs> we'll we'll tag you in the the, the episode and, and, yeah, and you can well, respond or not. We, we should talk sometime. It would be great. <laughs> you write cool guitar riffs. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not usually like that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you can listen to all the other interviews I've ever done besides Skin Dread. Maybe not that one. Yeah, right, yeah. that one. I'm probably well, I'm probably well, we can same. continue. Yeah, I'm gonna continue to fangirl about, about Skin Dread when if we when we get them again. Exactly. Right. Anyway. That was great times, though. I'm glad you got to meet him, even in an awkward context. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so AWOL Nation gets ready to take the stage. And by this time, we're wondering, where the fuck is Hyro? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently, on? apparently he was like feet away from us at one point because he was filming Badflower perform on the same side that we were sitting, but we were on the other end of the little area. So, oh. so we we missed the opportunity to uh, like jump up and run over to Hyro, but uh, we didn't want to scare the crap out of him. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, we do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Hewell Nation takes the stage, and their set was rather interesting, because um, the the flow of the set was like. A really fast song, a really slow song, a really fast song, a really slow song. Yeah, it was really weird. It was really hard hard to get into the set. Like, you know, I, I get that they have a lot of fast songs, a lot of slow songs, and I, you know, I I, I get that. And but like, I don't know. I, if you're gonna, for me personally, like, I would start fast, have this soft in the middle, and then kind of build back up again. And theirs was just like up and down, up and down all night long. I'm looking to see how much of their set. So it was a lot of the new stuff too. Well, the new, the new stuff, the newest stuff is that AWOL Nation's album they came out with this year is a covers album, and it's called "My Echo, My Shadow, My Covers in Me." And oh. most of the tracks on that album are, it's not as like energetic, and you know, like big and fast paced as uh, like uh, was it Angel Miners? Yeah. Yeah, from a couple of years ago. And so that's when you break up that kind of like back and forth. That's what I thought about. I'm like, were they playing a lot of the covers? Um, not a t- doesn't not look a, like not, it, not, really. a, not a ton. They, they really only played the one cover, to be honest. They played a lot of stuff of Angel Miners. They did. Mm. They did. Yes. Which There's he some good stuff there. He did reference. He said, 
The last time we played in St. Louis, it was a hockey game. And we played the song on a loop for like 15 minutes. And I said, this, and then I'm, I yell out in my recording, <laughs> it's more like 20. <laughs> Yeah, you can find us it. talking yeah. about that. I'm pretty sure in yes. uh, maybe it wasn't that. I don't even know if it was the actual AWOL no, Nation it was. episode. It was. It was. It was? Yeah. Okay. We, we told that story. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I thought it was funny that he referenced that because that made me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and he remembered all the details about it, too. He's like, we played this song for like 15 minutes <laughs> on a loop. On a loop. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, they announced the NHL players. <laughs> And now here you are competing with an NHL game. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Funny how that works. Yep. Yeah. Like, example of the highs and lows. They played Pacific Coast Highway in the movies, and then after after that song, they played Burn It Down. It's like (laughs) the complete opposites. (laughs) Yeah, it was like that all show to me. Because, like, for me, like, part of the set that almost lost me was, like, right in about the fourth or fifth song, because they played Kill Your Heroes, which is a great song. Into mm-hmm. run, which is kind of a softer, or a little bit drawn out. It's it's a little bit of a weird beat. Then they kind of bring it up with the best, and then they you know kind of brought it down a little bit with radical. Uh, and and honestly, like the placement of hollow, like if it wasn't for Hollow Moon, I probably would have been asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, all like, right. Because the set was just losing me, and then all of a sudden, like Passion's a good song, but it's kind of a very repetitive song. Yeah. Um. And the one thing I will say is that their his live band is fucking amazing. Like they were great. Like they were definitely entertaining. And Aaron Bruno is a very goofy dude. <laughs> um, the, the way I like to describe him on stage is just imagine every 90s sitcom dad trying to dance on stage that was aaron bruno <laughs> i want to see that it was so fucking weird not to mention with the high pants that he's we- yes that's what i was just about to say he's wearing pants like up to his fucking stomach like an 80 year old man and they're you know and they're also high on his ankles too so it's like what what are you doing like are you trying to look like you're 90 up there like what are you doing like all you're missing is the fucking suspenders man <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, so every time I see Aaron Bruno, I just think about how he looks like one of the Foreman brothers from Switchfoot. <laughs> like they are definitely a family. Like they're they're cousins or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all from California. Like <laughs> so anyway. So right before their encore, um, they start playing their new song "Nights of Shame," and halfway through. Hyro comes walking through and goes, And I woke up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we found the Hyro. We found Hyro. And he he performed his half of the song and killed it. And then yes. and then Aaron went off stage for a song and he did uh his cover of Just a Friend and they slayed that too. The Yeah. <laughs> the band. Okay, now yeah. Uh, so that was um, I'm looking at the, the set list yeah. and that was listed as the encore. Was there actually any break or was kind of the break just letting Hyro have the, the stage for a the, minute and yeah. then they come back out to join? Yeah, the, the break was essentially Bruno left and Hyro took over and they did just a friend. Well, I think there yeah. was a solo, right. wasn't there? Um, I thought the, there was a drum solo. Yeah, there was there was there was a little bit of a some sort of a solo thing. Yeah. 
because then Hyro came back out, did yeah, the Just a Friend, and then and then again. So it's just like you said earlier. So like Just a Friend, you know, everybody's on a high, everybody's high energy with with you know Hyro came out, everybody's pumped, screaming loud, and they come out and they fucking play Pacific Coast Highway in the movies. Are you kidding me? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was that was poor placement. They, oh my god! That that should have been like the second song that they played. <laughs> <laughs> like and then after that like yeah they salvaged it with burn it down but it was i, I don't know like they're whoever the hell picked the set list needs to be smacked <laughs> probably Aaron. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like let let me pick your set list please i will <laughs> make it way better than this <laughs> we got you we got you guys but hey shout out to hyro because man we said for a long time that that dude is just like living his best life at all times yeah he <laughs> For those who don't know, Hyro has spent most of the year in in Paris. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, over in France, France. Yeah. With like his gorgeous French wife. Yep. Just like hanging out. I don't he just like posts stuff of him just like having a good time. Yeah. He lives there. Well, uh, yeah, he, he at least he has most of this yeah, year. Yeah, he has. And then and now he's just exploring the states on this tour getting to do two songs a night. <laughs> That's what I thought was crazy. Yeah. Like you're on tour with these fools for two songs, man. What the heck? Well, I don't know how much he's getting paid, but that's a great gig right there. <laughs> and then what to make it even funnier for Hyro, so after he performs this show, he's friends with uh Fresco Kane, who had like a midnight show somewhere in St. Louis, and he just bolted over there and hung out with them for the rest of the night <laughs> with wow. his his French squad that he had. Uh, his <laughs> Hyro brings just a he brings a French crew with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> That's great. That's I love it. Oh, also, shout out. Hyro just released an EP called Worst Behavior, and it's great. Yes, it, it is. is awesome. It's very awesome. It's four, it's four songs, but you can listen to them on repeat. Well, and that's why like, we were so excited, hoping that he was going to get a set of his own, because you know, four songs would have been great for a little yeah. EP, you know, little set. Like That's what we were thinking. It was like, yeah. maybe he'll come out, play his four songs, get off the stage. But, I mean, it was great to see him in the fashion that we did. And, you know, I, I think AWOL Nation was great. I'm not trying to take away in, anything from them. I, I just think that their set list was just weirdly designed to where it kind of created some untimely lulls. <laughs> my my all-time favorite um, between myself, Hannah, and Dan is, <laughs> they I forget what song it was, but <laughs> they played like a soft song and went into another soft song and Hannah just like lowered her head on the table. <laughs> that was that was radical and the handyman and then passion. Like, cause I, honestly, like, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Hollywood, I'm not even joking. I would if, like, if, if they, if they would have played Pacific coast highway after passion, pff, I, it would have been game over for me. <laughs> like game over. I'd have been sleeping too, man. <laughs> uh, so I felt it. I felt it, man. Further exploration of the itch is old. We are on the verge of being where we fall asleep at concerts, but <laughs> but we're still young enough that it's your fault. <laughs> the itch demands that you provide energy to keep us awake. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't help that I had to sit there too. Like I, can yeah. just, you know, and you're standing. Like fuck. No, now now fine. your whole thing. Of, yeah, now your whole thing about the tables and people sitting down makes way more sense because it yes. sounds like their set list catered to that. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, sure everybody right. had some polite golf claps after every song. And now <laughs> <laughs> now there was there was one guy that was the pit. Well, no, 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 no. He was he was at a table, but he was stand. He stood up basically the entirety of a Well Nation set, and I was trying to get some good shots. But he was right in my way, 
and then he would do the the asshole thing of holding holding the camera like six <sighs> feet above his head. <laughs> and then dancing and moving and dancing, that was it, my favorite like, yep. like this <laughs> like the camera dance dance when he watches that it's like you're gonna vomit when you watch that back <laughs> how much you're moving but yeah so that was that was always interesting i always laugh at people that do that shit and it's funny too because like there's a table set your phone on the fucking table like, well, like and at one point he i don't know what he had to do but he handed off his phone because it, it was like he was live streaming this shit. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't put it past him. He, he handed off his phone to like his girlfriend or whoever he was with. And then he like bolted to the bathroom or something like he was going to like he was going to go right then. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take, Sometimes it hits. Take you. my phone, Bolt. <laughs> Mid song. <laughs> can't stop the stream. People are counting on me. Take this. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But yeah. I can't, I can't stop this stream to go start another stream. Oh, <laughs> Something to that effect. I guess so. Uh, I guess so. Just a great night of, of music. I, I, you know, I'm glad that I went, but... I was just going to say, it sounds like our string of red flag shows lately has been more engaging. Yeah. Collectively. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely glad that I went. One thing that I learned a lot from this experience at this concert is that I am just not ready to be sitting down for an entire concert. Like it, <laughs> it just, it takes away from the whole feeling, the concert uh, experience, in my opinion. One other quick thing that I wanted to to say since um we've made reference to this with the nothing more atreyu eva episode with the uh merch booth room <laughs> they uh are renovating it or something because they had half of it blocked off so it was half of a room and it was all like drywall like not even finished weirdness and then just this booth with shirts <laughs> and a line around the corner yes <laughs> when this show ended because i was gonna try to get a bad flower shirt but i ain't waiting that long no way <laughs> <laughs> i got the internet i don't have to wait for this yeah. <laughs> and if it's i mean obviously we prioritize seeing bad flowers so probably won't be that long before we get a chance to see them again yeah agree let us know if you got a chance to see any of these bands or if you got a chance to see this particular set, what you thought of, uh, what was your opinion of the set list if you got a chance to see him. Um, was Hyro your hero as well? He was mine. Yes, he was. Was Hyro your hero? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I were still just like titling episodes, random things, that would be that would be it for this one. <laughs> is Hyro your hero? <laughs> or, is, or is he AWOL? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> or, or bad? Yeah, I don't think I like the direction this podcast is heading. <laughs> well, this tour is still continuing through mid-November, so I don't know 100% when this exact episode is going to be published, but it should be in time for you to still get to some of those dates, especially if you're on the West Coast, which is where they're playing the last chunk of them. Mm -hmm. Or to tell us what you thought if you already went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe your experience was different than ours. Hopefully. Probably. <laughs> they might have a different experience. AWOL Nation is a, a band at a level where I would probably wager without being able to look it up, without having looked this up to prove it, that they play the same set list 
every night. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much. I would put a wager on that. But that could still be a different experience. Maybe certain people, you know, have different preferences on their show. So. Yep. Either way, you're going to get to see Hyro. So you get that. <laughs> yeah. Till he books it back to France. <laughs> what if that's how he operates? Like he just called them and was like, hey, can I just follow you for a couple weeks and do do the song? And then he's just going to hit hit up Aaron Bruno one day and be like, OK, thanks. That was fun. I'm out now. Yeah, they are playing the <laughs> team list. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Every location. Well, the itch will be back with a few more episodes. We are getting towards the end of the year and we are actually we are. pretty well booked up, yeah. which is kind of awesome. We've got maybe one more. I don't know. Uh, tour episode before the year's out we'll see we got a conversation or few that we're hoping we're we're in the process of uh recording editing booking and um <laughs> and then the itch awards will be coming up in december and so yeah exciting yeah. things we're gonna do them top 20 albums we're only two months away from that i gotta, gotta like start some... listening to all those albums yeah <laughs> I, I know so many albums are planning there's so much stuff <laughs> it'll be good times and then we got even more big things for 2023 so i'm excited like i'm looking at our calendar right now and it's just we actually have too many episode ideas for the number of weeks that are left and that's not a bad problem to have right <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to the itch podcast my name is dan i'm casey and i'm aaron and until next time go see some live music if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.